Cool 103.9 FM. Cool 103.9 FM. Whiteville's hometown station. Welcome to the Columbus Connection, a weekly public affairs program produced in, for, and about Columbus County, North Carolina. Now here's your host, the managing editor of Columbus County News, Jefferson Weaver. Hello everyone, this is Jefferson Weaver with ColumbusCountyNews.com and WTXY, and welcome to the Columbus Connection. Years ago, Don Henley of the classic rock band known as the Eagles had a song that a lot of people should take heart nowadays, or take to heart nowadays, I should say. It's a reflection on the spoiled brat nature of society and how folks who can't get their way by playing fair just have to pitch a hissy fit. The name of the song was Get Over It. It's rather applicable to Columbus County elections right now. This commentary is not in support of or opposition to Sheriff Doty Green. It's not endorsing or decrying Green. Our concern is for the 37,000-plus voters of Columbus County, regardless of party affiliation, gender, race, or address, who could see their ballots thrown out in the future because one person didn't like it. Green is not the topic of this commentary, but his election is at the center of it. Green won the November election by just shy of 1,600 votes. That's a far cry from the handful that were in question in 2018. None of those 1,600 votes were challenged. None were disqualified. All have been certified. Two voters exercised their rights to question whether Green was eligible to run or serve as sheriff. One of those fellows has filed so many lawsuits that the courts issued a gatekeeper order against him, and any time he approaches the courts, he has to have a lawyer in tow. The second protest came from a member of the NAACP, which has done admirable work in the past ensuring that all voters' ballots are counted. Voting rights for all Americans was originally one of the foundation stones of the NAACP. While some emphasis was expected to be placed on protecting the rights of minorities first, after all, they are a civil rights organization, the modern NAACP sometimes seems to be more of an anti-organization than a pro-minority anything group. Both complaints were refused at the state level. The people's voices were heard and the law upheld. Yet there are those who refuse to give up. I'm told of threatening phone calls, petty vandalism, and other mischief wrought by supporters or opponents of both Green and Souls. And here it is almost two months after the election. This is not 2018, folks. There was not a 35 or 40 vote count difference. Almost 1,600 more people more people than live in some towns in this county voted for Jody Green than did Jason Souls. Folks, some folks don't like that, but it's a fact, upheld both in the courts and by the Board of Elections. The great thing about our electoral system is that there's always next time. Some folks lost this time around. They need to get a handle on it and deal with it with grace and manners. And as Mr. Henley said, just get over it. Now, Green was finally sworn in Thursday morning, and within minutes, District Attorney John David filed a petition to have him removed. It's almost the same petition that was dismissed when Green resigned in October, again, shortly before winning that election by 1,600 votes. Included on the new amendment are affidavits from Clementine Brown, a detention officer who was fired, and from Lieutenant Andre Jackson of the Whiteville Police, who said he was pressured by the Sheriff's Office to charge Brown with shoplifting. Now, there hasn't been an explanation as to why those weren't included in the October affidavits. Brown explained that she failed to scan several packages of pecans at Walmart in the self-checkout in 2020. 
When she realized her error, she went back to the store to pay for them. She said she called her direct supervisor to explain what had happened and met personally with the manager to explain the error. If you use self-checkout on a regular basis, I refuse to use it, period, myself. Then you know how easy an error this is would be to make. To her credit, Brown says she went above and beyond to correct the error. However, she then says that former Chief Deputy Aaron Herring personally contacted WPD in an attempt to get her charged as an excuse to fire her from the CCSO. The rest of the affidavits in the new complaint are mostly the same as before. Several make accusations against Green, but do not directly tie him to the acts in question. Several others are strictly opinion, such as when Reverend Andy Anderson swears that he and Green had a sharp disagreement over whether Anderson called Green a racist. Anderson wrote in his affidavit, I believe that there are explicit biases held by Green and that he, quote, indicated that he has an issue with people of color that he employed, end quote. Beliefs and opinion are one thing. Facts are another. We need the facts, people. Judge Douglas Sasser did right by Columbus County when he refused an immediate suspension of Jody Green on Thursday and instead scheduled a public court hearing in a public courtroom where the evidence can be heard by the public. Transparency is key here. On the surface, it looks like one person, in this case the district attorney, that's trying to subvert the legal vote of the citizens of Columbus County. I'm not saying that's the case, folks. I'm just saying that's what it looks like. That's a very, very serious matter and should be handled carefully. It isn't hard to see how the ability to remove a duly elected sheriff by any other elected or appointed official, it's easy to see how that could be very easily abused. Simply firing CCSO employees was not an actionable crime. Indeed, every sheriff who has ever served in every county has caught some flack for hiring and firing. The sheriff, and only the sheriff, decides who serves in his organization. Sometimes those firings are political, but make no bones about it. Sometimes they're consistent with the sheriff's new policies. New policies, by the way, are one reason that sheriffs get replaced in the ballot box. Voters get tired of the same old story, and when it comes to law enforcement or any other elected job, they decide they want to change, and they vote for it. Again, I am not going to opine whether or not Jody Green brought systemic racism to the Columbus County Sheriff's Office. My opinion and my beliefs are not the issue here. We only want to know the facts, folks. On the surface, seeing just one side of the accusations of racism, it would be easy to assume the worst. However, we don't have both sides of the story yet. Wednesday's court hearing should help with that. Should answer a lot of questions that a number of us have been asking, in some cases, for a couple of years. I don't know what the federal grand jury in Raleigh was pursuing when they subpoenaed both supporters and opponents of Green. I don't know what the State Bureau of Investigation has found, if anything, that constitutes criminal activity. Those are ongoing investigations. Until those investigations are made public, either in warrants, indictments, or a press release, nobody really has any business speculating. I'm reminded of a reporter, now long dead, a very sweet lady, but she had a certain love of the bottle. During a murder trial in the county many years ago, in a county far, far away from here, she wrote in her weekly column how if investigators knew what she knew, it would be a different ballgame. Well, the courts went to batter up the next day. Two officers of the court showed up, gave her a ride to the county courthouse, and handed her a subpoena to testify that very morning. She was embarrassed to admit that she really knew nothing but gossip. Gossip and opinion, especially when shared as facts and endorsed as factual in a sworn statement before the court, 
are not legitimate reasons to remove an elected official. If gossip and opinion were a good reason to get rid of folks in office, there'd be a lot of empty chairs on a lot of governing bodies in this county. We're in a sad time in Columbus County, folks, but there could be a very bright point on the horizon. It helps no one to make matters worse by sharing gossip, either person to person or for political gain through a sworn statement in a court of law. Now, Jody Green faces a lot of challenges after he finishes these battles. He has to make it through Wednesday's hearing, then the state and federal investigations and allegations of racism and corruption at the sheriff's office. When he's finished with those distractions, he'll either be the sheriff or he won't. It's fairly simple. If Green succeeds against all these challenges, he will still be faced with both the power of public opinion and the day-to-day challenges of running the sheriff's office. In his speech on Thursday, Green promised that he would be a sheriff for all the people of Columbus County. Whether all of the people of Columbus County will allow him to be their sheriff remains to be seen, although we voted him in there, y'all. Until people can set aside their hurt feelings and focus on what really matters, the future of our community, it's going to be an uphill battle. It's none of my business who you voted for in the sheriff's race. I don't want to know, and I'm not going to tell you over the radio either. Your motivation should have been for the improvement of our county, and it still needs to be that way. That means we need to settle and set aside our differences as quickly as possible and work together for the future of Columbus County. Sure, a lot of folks were disappointed in the last election, but as the song says, they need to get over it. We'll be right back with more of the Columbus Connection. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-741-5819. 800-741-5819. That's 800-741-5819. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Welcome back, everyone. This is Jefferson Weaver from WTXY and ColumbusCountyNews.com with the Columbus Connection. Since we started on a musical theme today and we just came off the holiday, I have to bring up White Christmas. There's no improving on on Bing Crosby's rendition when it comes to a Christmas song, at least not outside church. We didn't have a white Christmas here, unfortunately. Instead, we had a very black Christmas, as in blacked out, no power, zero electricity. It wasn't because Santa Claus collided with a transmission line, but because Duke Progress Energy screwed up badly. How badly? Bad enough that Democrat Governor Roy Cooper has actually agreed with state Republican leaders that the monopoly needs to provide some answers. Now, Duke Progress said the generator plants were overwhelmed because so many people were home for Christmas. It was extremely cold, and we had that winter storm. Y'all remember how chilly it was around here? 
Now, I'm by no means the smartest or best informed man around, but I can read a calendar. I know when holidays are. I know more people are home during a holiday, especially when it's a weekend. And I faithfully check weather reports, so I knew it was going to be cold. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to look at a calendar, know when holidays are, know when a family's coming in, and look at a weather report, and know that there could be a strain on the power supply on a given day. I mean, grocery stores know what foods to stock up on during holidays and bad weather. Heating fuel companies know they'll need to move more oil and propane. My donkey knows that she needs to eat more sweet feed and hay. Yet somehow, the state's largest supplier of electricity, part of a conglomerate that supplies a good portion of the country, somehow Duke didn't know they were going to need more power during a cold, busy holiday weekend. No offense, y'all, but I strongly doubt the veracity or sincerity of their official stance. Duke Progress and all energy companies have been under a lot of pressure from the Green New Deal people to move away from coal, natural gas, and oil when it comes to generating power. In addition to the political pressure, the government in all its wisdom has been taking our tax money to give to these large corporations for doing things like ruining farmland to install solar farms and killing thousands of birds with windmills that require petroleum products to produce less than half the electricity of the same amount of fuel. All the while, American petroleum products are being strangled while we support communist dictatorships that starve their people and Middle Eastern nations who behave little girls for going to school. Perhaps the Black Christmas of 2022 will be a wake-up call for Americans. There is a place for alternative energy supplies, but incentivizing the possibility of shutting down heating systems in 20-degree weather, endangering people on oxygen machines, or even forcing people to turn out their Christmas lights on Christmas Day is a little bit too much to ask of Americans who work hard and pay their electric bills. We'll be right back with more of the Columbus Connection. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-631-1768. 800-631-1768-800-631-1768. That's 800-631-1768. Welcome back to the Columbus Connection, folks. This is Jefferson Weaver from WTXY and ColumbusCountyNews.com. A lot of folks make a New Year's resolution every year to exercise more or even to exercise in the first case. I will never be a bodybuilder or marathon runner, but I tell you truly, I feel a little bit better when I work out a little bit. I'm kind of limited with what I can do physically, but I do it anyway. I made a conscious decision not to let my physical problems control me. I want to challenge everyone to get off the couch and do something. Walk down the street or to the mailbox. Take the stairs instead of the elevator. 
Better still, take the whole family and go for a walk, even a short one. You'll have fun together. Do some cheater push-ups or real ones if you can get back up off the floor. That's my problem. I can't do that very easily. Ride a bicycle down the road. Parents, get out there and play with your kids. Throw a ball around. Walk with them. Play on the swing sets. Do something and do it consistently. Do something every day, even if you just walk around the building while you're at lunch. Every little bit makes a difference in your health, and that means more time with your family. We live in one of the unhealthiest counties in the country, according to folks who study such things. Let's all work together to make 2023 a year that we can get to a little bit better place on that chart. We've got a lot of resources right here in this county, both official ones and unofficial ones. We've got a great park system, the Exercise Park here in Whiteville, our state parks, the rivers, the lake. There's some place that you can go out and go take a walk, ride a bicycle, get outside, breathe some fresh air, maybe shed a few pounds and drop that blood pressure some. Let's make it a good year, folks. Y'all go get healthy. The Columbus Connection is a public affairs program from WTXY 103.9 and ColumbusCountyNews.com. We welcome guests, especially, especially if they have a dissenting opinion. And don't worry, we're all neighbors here. There's no ambushing and no tricks. Just honest talks and forthright questions. If you want to comment about something you've heard on here, or if you want to suggest a topic or a guest, send us a message through the ColumbusCountyNews.com Facebook page. For CCN and WTXY, this is Jefferson Weaver. This has been the Columbus Connection with Jefferson Weaver. If you have a story that you want to share with us or a comment on a previous program, you can email us at columbusconnection at columbuscountynews.com. The Columbus Connection is produced by Jones Media Partners, and the program is recorded live at the WTXY Studios in downtown Whiteville, North Carolina. Our in-studio producer is Daryl Jackson. Be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Columbus Connection. Thanks for listening. Fifteen forty AM, one hundred three point nine FM, Cool, one hundred three point nine FM, WTXY.